0: One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine Nine guys in a row. Welcome to Nine Guys Dynasty Football, where we talk about the dynasty value of nine guys in a row. I'm Jamie G., Master of Transactions, and I'm here with Magnum Mills, and we're going to do nine guys. Three to hold, three to sell, and three to buy. Uh,
1: You really do hold on that ills, and I like that because I am pretty sick being the Magnum Mills. Uh, Thanks for checking out Nine Guys Dynasty, presented by Seats to Gap Fantasy Football. You can find the podcast on... Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your pods, just search for Seize the Gap. You can find our YouTube channel at com, and you can find us on social media at Seize the Gap FF. If you enjoy the show, please do the like and follow thing. really helps other people find the show. We really
0: appreciate it. We're already headed into week four, which is absolutely wild. I swear I heard somebody playing Christmas music already. This is a crucial point of the season for Dynasty owners, so let's do some guys, baby. Starting with three guys to sell. Man, the only Christmas music I would listen to at this point is
1: a Wild Stallions Christmas album if they ever made that. So I don't know if they're going to spin off Bill the Ted that far. Uh, You know. Let's do the dynasty thing. And if you've ever heard me talk about dynasty before, you will not be surprised to hear that I'm going to be selling running backs heavily at this point in the season. Let's start with the King himself, Derek Henry. He turns 29 years old in January, one more year left on his contract with the Titans. He disappointed owners through the first two weeks, finally came through in week three with 85 yards and a touchdown. More importantly, five receptions for 58 yards on six targets. Those were the first receptions he had gotten all season. In Henry that he's going to have a couple of big games throughout the season. If nothing else, he gets a couple of games against the Texans. You know, maybe the Jaguars aren't as good as they look. There will be some options there, but he just doesn't look like the same running back he did in 2020. I mean, given his age, you know, paraphrase changes by Tupac, that's just the way it is. So unless I'm a contender with no other running back options, I'd be looking to cash out on Henry while there's a window to do so. Again, at his age, he picks up one little injury. You are going to be pretty much stuck with him. I would cash out for basically any 1st round pick, maybe a early to mid-second and a good player, something like that. There's probably somebody in your league who still wants
0: him because his name is Derek Henry, and you should take advantage of that while you still can We'll stay at running back with our next sell, and that's my man, Buffalo Bills running back, Devin Singletary. He just turned 25 in September. He's in the final season of his contract. He only rushed for 13 yards in the Bills' loss to the Dolphins this past Sunday, but he had nine receptions for 78 yards and a touchdown. There are three reasons to sell Singletary here. One, his long-term future is up in the air. If he plays well this season, Maybe the Bills can't afford him. If he doesn't play well, they'll probably move on. Two, the Bills are going to use multiple running backs, especially in the red zone. Three, he's a 25-year-old running back on a great offense coming off of a nice game. This might be peak value for him right here, right now. I'd be willing to sell him for an early to mid-second-round pick, especially if the other owner could throw in a short-term running back solution like, let's say, a J.D. McKissick or a Raheem Mostert or even, you know what, even a Rex Burkhead. I love Devin Singletary. He's my dude, but he's probably, it's hard to see him as the future at the running back position for the Buffalo Bills. And
1: that makes a lot of sense just because when you pay a quarterback, you pay a receiver, you pay a left tackle you pay these premium positions you just don't find the money in the budget for running back I mean they just paid Dawson Knox Gabe Davis is coming up they need to pay safeties it's just not enough you know room on the payroll I think for Singletary who is a fine player our next player to sell here the final sell is Miami Dolphins running back Chase Edmonds he'll turn 27 next April he has one year left on his contract with the Dolphins which really doesn't mean much because the Dolphins can cut him in the offseason with a dead cap hit of only $600,000. This is a pretty straightforward situation. The Dolphins are going to mix and match between Edmonds and Raheem Mostert. I bet they even make it a thruple at some point. They will add a third back into the mix, whether it is Miles Gaskin or somebody else. And there's no guarantee that Edmonds has any value next season. Who knows? Sometimes these guys don't even end up on a rooster. He scored two touchdowns in week three, which could prop up his value a bit. I'd be happy to check out for any mid second round pick in standard leagues and any overall second, even a late second round pick in super flex leagues. No questions asked. I like him as a player, but again, given his age, his injury history, and his usage situation, his value is likely to only his value is likely to only continue to fall. So
0: those are the guys you
1: want to get out on.
0: And that brings us to our first player to hold. Let's give a little bit of love to Superflex Leagues, and let's talk about Bears quarterback Justin Fields. The second-year signal caller has gotten worse each week this season. That's really saying something, uh, especially because he played in a frigging monsoon in week one. I mean, there's no way you could sell right now. There just isn't. I don't know anybody that would give a late first-rounder for him. At this point, you should not be selling a quarterback with the physical tools for a random second. Uh, especially this early in his career. It just doesn't make a lot of sense here. You have to be surgical. I mean, like a great doctor, like MD, Master of Surgical Arts. One with a lot of patience. If somebody shoots you a lowball offer, don't fall for the banana on the tailpipe. Don't do it, man. Don't do it. Just hold on. And if you're determined to sell, at least do it after he has a good game, for Christ's sakes. Okay?
1: Oh, uh, I'm not going to fall for the banana on the tailpipe need to say it more natural, man. They're bringing Axel Foley back. Shout out Netflix. Maybe you're trying to get in the game. You know, it's not a Star Wars or something, but you got Axel Foley. That's not nothing. And our next hold is, again, a running back here. That's Clyde Edwards-Hilaire of the Chiefs. The third-year running back turns 24 years old next April. He has one year in a team option remaining on his rookie contract. He had seven carries for zero yards in week three, but he found the end zone and added five receptions for 39 yards. If I had to guess, I'd say that I wind up selling most of my remaining CEH shares at some point this season, but not yet. I think right now the best you could probably do is maybe a late first round pick. I'm going to gamble given his age, his draft capital, the Chiefs offense in general, that he can keep this up at least somewhat and his value still has room to grow. DMX would probably tell me to stop being greedy, but I'm gambling that Clyde Edwards-Hilaire is a grower, not a shower.
0: Our final hold is another running back, New Orleans Saints running back, Elvin Kamara. He turned 27 in July, and his contract's going to keep him in New Orleans for at least one more season. (sighs) I mean, look, man, the Saints just lost to the Panthers. Jameis Winston is playing with fractures in his back. Things could get uglier than a bathroom the day after Mardi Gras here for the Saints, better known as the Aint's. But you can't sell Kamara now. There's just no way. The absolute best case scenario is probably a late first-round pick right now. That's not enough for a player like Kamara. He's His skill set should age well and give him some value for another couple of seasons, particularly what he can do in the passing game. I'm hoping that the Saints go back to basics and focus on getting him the ball, especially in the passing game. If he puts together a couple of solid performances – I'll probably at least try to get an idea um, of what I can get for him and what the market is for him. But there's no way I'm selling with this value as low as it's basically ever been. That's what they teach you, baby. You buy low, you sell high.
1: So you do not want to sell low. And the only thing lower than the New Orleans Saints is probably the song Low by the 1990s alternative band Cracker. That brings us to our first buy. And let's give a little more love to Superflex Leagues and to our man Jay Scratch by talking about Zach Wilson. Yeah, the, the Jersey guy. The sophomore just turned 23 in August. Why would you want to buy Zach Wilson? For several reasons. One, he's still very young with excellent physical skills. Two, this regime drafted him early. They are invested in his success. And three, he's surrounded by excellent weapons. You saw what Joe Flacco, maybe even like the walking bones of Joe Flacco was able to do with guys like Garrett Wilson and Elijah Moore and Corey Davis and Bryce Hall and Michael Carter and Tyler Conklin. God, they can't even get Denzel Mims on the field. I'm not going to be Keith Sweat and get it twisted here. Williams is a true Bob. He's boomer bust all the way through and through, but at this point you could probably get him for, I don't know, maybe a mid second round pick in a sweetener early second at most, probably in a super flex league especially if he's riding the bench for his current owner, who's a contender. there. Look, this it's an either-or here, man. There is a chance next season, it's obvious that he's a bust, the Jets move on or something like that, and his value absolutely craters. On the other hand, if he actually hits, he is going to hit big. I don't think that's the likeliest outcome, but that's the only reason you can buy him. If it was likely that he was going to blow up, no one would be looking to sell. Given the hit rate on second-round picks, I'm willing to take the chance – at that price point, because I think the boom outweighs the bust risk. Again, he's got to, he's got tools, he's got talent, he's young, he's got weapons. That's the kind of guy you want to take a chance on, even if he is on the Jets. <laughs> Sorry, it hurts to say.
0: Well, and you guys are going to think that literally, Magna Mills and I are like crazy because, shit, man, our next guy. I know, I know. Don't just, just stay with me now. Our next guy here to buy is another New York Jet. What in the world are we drinking? Oh, my Lord. But it's wide receiver Elijah Moore. The sophomore wide receiver turns 23 next March. Moore has been one of the biggest disappointments in Dynasty through the first three weeks of the season as he's failed to record not even one double-digit performance. That includes this week against the Bengals where he got 10 targets in a game where Garrett Wilson missed time with an injury. The dude is really, really, really talented at wide receiver. Given the presence of rookie Garrett Wilson and the uncertainty at the quarterback position for the Jets, some of Moore's owners are getting scurvy nervy and that's okay. I would absolutely look to acquire him for an older receiver, like an Amari Cooper, Mike Evans, or Keenan Allen, even if I had to throw in a third round pick um, or another, you know, small sweetener, this buying window Okay, this only exists until he has a big game, and he's going to have one. So take advantage while you can. This is not about, you know, Jamie G, lover of all things Buffalo Bills, trying to buy a New York Jet. This is about getting value when it's at an all-time low before it turns into something that's a lot more expensive. Mills? Oh, that makes
1: me feel warm and fuzzy. Like, uh, once upon a time, this dude named Jonathan Taylor – Started out very slow in his career, despite Marlon Mack getting hurt in the opening game. And I managed to buy him for a package centered around Kenny Galladay and Chris Carson. Woo! JT Money. That was only possible because he had the slow start here. I'm not saying that Moore is in that category, but he's had such a slow start that you might find someone who is just legitimately panicking. I mean, who wants to own the second wide receiver on the Jets, right? Uh, Let's bring it back around to where we started, go out with the Tennessee Titans like we came in, and this is Tennessee Titans rookie wide receiver, Traylon Burks. The first round picks turned 23 years old next March. Burks took a backseat to damn near everybody on the Titans offense. In week three, only had one grab for 13 yards on two targets. That's not what his owners were hoping for after a promising first two weeks. If I'm in a single quarterback format, and I'm pretty sure that my 2023 first will be towards the end of the round, I'd happily give it up for Burks. I'd also consider trading an aging asset and a second for him. Again, someone in that Amari Cooper, Mike Evans, Keenan Allen type of tier. I'm not sure that'll get a deal done, but there's a chance that it might. Overpay a bit if you have to because Burks is going to be a great asset going forward who should even be
0: someone you can start with confidence at some point later on this season. Thanks for checking out Nine Guys presented by Cease Gap Fantasy Football. We really appreciate you listening and or watching. Please remember, like and subscribe, okay? Like and subscribe only takes a second. Helps other people find our show. Plus, it makes us like you. So do yourself a favor and like and subscribe to a fantastic Dynasty show. Maybe even the best one on the internet. Do you agree? Do you disagree with one of our takes? Let us know in the comments on our YouTube channel or hit us up on our socials on the social medias at Seize the Gap FF. Mills. Tell these wonderful, great, phenomenal human beings where they can find all of our content. Thank you, people. Jamie G might be
1: overstating how good we are just to touch. We try to have some fun, help you out. It's pretty simple, right? It's just nine guys, three to sell, three to hold, three to buy. Again, find our YouTube channel at Joe dot Show.com on those socials at seize the gap f find our podcast on every podcast platform by searching for seize the gap and we do a bunch of other things you can find them all on our youtube channel and right now we're also covering the game of thrones spinoff house of the dragon on hbo that's on our show drunk on dragons again on all your favorite podcast joints just search for drunk on dragons and social media at drunk on dragons thanks a lot for checking out nine guys really appreciate it all that
0: good stuff This has been Nine Guys Dynasty Football from Seize the Gap Fantasy Football. Thanks again for listening and or watching, and we'll be back next week to do nine more guys in a row.